It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We could talk about how this is new episode 86. Yeah. So the original lost episode 86... We recorded just after the holidays, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just before just before you visited and just after Christmas and before you visited. Yeah, so like beginning of January. And uh, long story short, the only salvageable part was the top five, which we both enjoyed doing and really liked. So that's going to be at the end of this episode. Uh Hopefully it's. Hopefully it all makes sense. <laughs> I mean, the top five isn't like not like we talked it. It'll it'll make sense. It should be good. Yeah. But yeah. Uh. So this is a retry of '86. So if it sounds a little bit like more cut and dry than usual, it's because we've been thinking about it for a month. Yep. And that makes sense, but... Then there'll definitely still be some tangents. We can't not record and... Yeah. We can't record and not have tangents. I'm I'm like a walking, talking tangent, so we'll see how this goes. But the first thing that we talked about was I uh, completely disagree with the PDA's... PDG... Sorry. PDGA's decision for guidance on... Or like a policy on transgender women participating in the FPO. Uh, They decided to uh, go very hard in their uh, policy, kind of emulating what the Olympic Committee has done and then going beyond it a little bit versus being more of like inclusive. It It seems to be more of exclusive and I fucking hate it. So fuck the PDGA and... That's my little rant. Yeah, I'll just add on to it to say that the rule change, the way it is, is really weird to expect anyone to transition at the age of 12 or earlier. Um, I know, you know, like at the age of 12, it's not like they're going out and getting their genitals mutilated or anything like that. But to expect anyone to make those decisions at the age of 12 or earlier is just kind of like a little bit, I don't know, extreme. Also, I feel like, you know, they could have looked at more of like the USA Ultimates like policy, which is just to be maximally inclusive. They allow players to compete in the division that they feel the most comfortable. There's no testosterone limits or any other restrictions. Why? Why not go that direction? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm definitely not an expert or anything on on any any matter that. Um... Me either. Which is why we would like to reach out to some people who might be affected by uh, transgendered women in the PDGA. 
Uh, we're going to try and reach out and see if we can give a platform to these people so that we can be educated um, and make sure that they have a policy, or uh, not a policy, but uh, you know, a place to speak about their struggles. I know Natalie Ryan's not giving up on tour, so that's cool. That's good. She's going to be playing uh, eight tiers in MPO, probably kicking butt. Definitely kicking butt, but it's just ridiculous. Anyway, hopefully we'll come back with uh, some more info for you guys soon on that. I don't know how to lead away from that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Want to do sorry. the ad reads? We can do the ad reads. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah! And it, it, we, I think we said it pretty well on the last, you know, it's it's serious stuff, so it's going to probably come across as a little bit more serious than we typically cover. It's just, it's hard to make jokes around things that heavily affect people's lives and make people feel uncomfortable. And excluded. I just don't like that. Uh, so yeah, let's hit some ads. Uh, the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Fuck! All right. Whoops. <laughs> You can't even. You can't even. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> wow. Well, I am glad this is not live. <laughs> yeah. That's that was good though. Like you can't. You can't even. <laughs> I could. I could not have been. Could not have been worse. Wow. All right. Uh, the disc baron. Dot com code might be up now hopefully should be up it is oh no 10 for 10 percent off over there uh we want to thank you guys for using the code so much we were actually the number one code used at disc baron for the season and we just well yeah we just signed our next year's contract with them couldn't be more happy and proud that people actually do things so, so thank you guys good job Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Have we uh, introduced ourselves, too? No! No, we have not. This okay. is the Ono Disco right, we'll Podcast. <laughs> That's Eric. I'm Kyle. Now we did. <laughs> we say things into microphones, and sometimes they don't make sense or are in any order. And we have fun. And we hope you guys have fun, too. Yeah, who needs structure? I have enough structure in my life. We used to have a lot more structure what, to the show. What do they think I am, away. an art architect? So, yeah, fuck structure, dude. People like craziness. Let's do it. If you haven't listened to... Uh, sorry, this is completely random. has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. If you haven't listened to the interview that we just did this last episode, episode Time's 87, it's actually the one after this, but technically it's before this it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense, guys. <laughs> go, <laughs> go check it out. Yes, we chatted we for well just an insane amount of time. <laughs> I felt like I made a new friend. Find us on Instagram, great. Facebook. We're always hanging out. Message us.
I get if he, Facebook is that comes through in the same yep. thing. So usually you know, Eric's, inter- Eric's on, interact on, Facebook, on the grams mostly. Too. I don't 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 I don't do anything on Twitter, TikTok, or YouTube, even though it's there. Ah. You could try and hit us up on there, but guess what? You'll never get an answer. Nope. We made it two years ago, almost two years ago now. <laughs> yep, coming up on two years. Holy tits. Actually, I think it's been made. I think the Twitter and TikToks have been made. Like every, I think all the social medias have been made for oh, yeah, two we, years. Right. But we started well, releasing no. in February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Eric's totally right. He has a memory brain. Oh, no. I got a Facebook memory today of me sharing uh, a clip from, like, one of our first episodes. And it said, oh, you know, like, we're not, we don't have anything, like, any full episodes out yet. But here's just, like, a sneak. Here's a clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's here's a, I was pretty into the clips at the beginning. Yeah. As, like, tease, as like a teaser. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Like it's a probably little, a little mini commercial. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I hate. That's probably why I stopped doing them. <laughs> should've, should've I really. I, I just. Yeah. I just that. hate commercials. I, it's just like a personal vendetta against them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't blame you at all for skipping them. I don't blame you at all for just hating them as much as I do and not buying the products or using the codes. I, so I, sometimes I hear a code and I'll like go to that site and then not use the code. I'm that bad, so <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Uh, that was a, a good good tangent, Kyle. Good tangent. <laughs> yes, we'll get into the episode. I played my first tournament of the year. I don't know why I clapped my hands together. I'm sure because I know Kyle likes all the extra noises I make. I do. It's great. <laughs> um, it was a one, one round flex start in Freeland. Sanctioned or no? Yeah, sanctioned. Yep. What'd you rate? Eight ninety something. I shot a plus one. Nice round. Caught a card up with Garza and Tony, and then their friend Jeff. So it was a fun card, you know, fun fun people to play with. It's I, always fun to play with, play with your friends. Yeah, I showed up at eight a.m. to throw a plat- practice round. I got through thirteen, and I was just like, I mean, I parked one two. And then had a tap in three on three, which is a little longer one. Four I messed yeah. up, but then five through thirteen I had almost like a perfect shot. Like I just I couldn't miss. I didn't I didn't putt though. Like I wasn't I wasn't getting my putting putting warmed up, and that didn't affect me because I really I just like once once the round started the competitive round I I could barely make it off the tee pad. Oh, gotcha. And so th- so that was very frustrating. Um, yeah. But then I got a little, I got like a little hot streak on starting on 14 and that's what kind of brought me back. I mean, I, would, I didn't shoot that bad. You know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty happy with plus one. I just know I could have played a hell of a lot better. Right. You know the potential. Yeah. But yeah, just want to give a shout out and a thank you to friends, Andrew Garza and Tony Ryapel and then Brent Faubert. Sorry, Brent, if I pronounced your last name wrong. You tried. And Breaking Aces for putting on the tournament. Had a blast. 
I wish someone would have taken a picture of me where I landed on my tee shot on hole 18. It was in the absolute, I don't know if I've ever been in any other worse, like worst spot, but it was, uh, so you know where hole one is, right? You know, like how hole one and 18 go across each other. I do. Yeah. Okay. So Garza's in front of me. He's, he's third and I'm fourth and Garza gets up and hits a tree and there's people just practicing on hole one and it literally sounds like it hits the chains like on hole one like off of a tree like that bad yeah and somehow mine was still worse than that oh no and uh i mean we both it's a big right hand dog leg for 18 right yeah yeah huge huge right hand dog leg so in the exact opposite of direction of where you want to go and um his was at least in the open but mine was in like there's like a down tree and it was like pinned under the down tree almost but oh, not like gosh. the the tree had so many like extra branches with it and i could have like abandoned my lie like that's what uh brent pulled me to the side after after yeah. i tapped out cuz he couldn't say anything during it but uh pulled me to the side after i tapped out and i don't know if i would have taken it because there's you know I have not thrown that hole good lately at all, so... So put me back on the tee, you put me back in the same spot. (laughs) Yeah, uh well, even if it's not the same spot, it could be still, like, just as bad of a shot. Right. So, yeah, but that's how it ended, so that was a sad ending, but... How did... Threw a lot of good shots. Did Um, you bogey? Was that a bogey there, or what? Double bogey. Oh, that's rough. Gotcha. Yeah, so I was, uh... In that tree, and, like, the only thing I really had was, like, a little forehand out, just enough to, like, get out in the open. And then I had a good um, shot from there that set up for, like, a bogey putt. And, dude, I was... I was You're negative one going into 18 then, huh? Yep, yep. I was negative one going into 18. And uh, I wasn't, like, hitting all my long putts, but I was just, like, right there. And so I was like, if there's one... You know, just to let me finish even, if there's just one putt that I want to hit, because uh, it was like a maybe like, you know, right on circle's edge, like that 35 footish range. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to hit the, just, you know, I missed all of my outside circle one putts today. Just let me make this one, you know, and nope, just, just missed it a little high. Like just grace, grace the top of the K or the top of the band. Yeah. And faded out early. And, uh, so that was upsetting, but. Overall, I mean, I can't be too mad. We had, I don't know, three or four inches of snow okay. to play in. And so Fresh? it wasn't as like, bad. From like the night before? Or? Uh, the the two two days before. So it wasn't like super, super fluffy. And it was, it was uh, to me, it was like a better snow because it was really cold. So it wasn't oh, okay. like melting on everything, you know? Yeah. Had some uh, skips didn't to have, it. Like, yeah. So. Yep. That's fun. But yeah, overall. Good job. Yeah, overall happy and excited for the season um i have plans to compete in the breaking aces iron man point series things i don't know what they're calling it, what it's like i don't understand i understand how it's played i don't understand how to tell people about it but um it's just so many you compete in so many events and you get points for how you perform in them and then at the end of the year you'll get prizes based on how many points you have um amongst other people in in your division so pretty excited it's fucking awesome dude yeah sounds cool 
And then uh, I'm also planning on competing in uh, a lot of the above par. Um, they put on a lot of really cool events, and they're all like kind of meme based. Like they got the Harambe Open, which is you know pretty funny. And then they got a yeah. uh, oh, what else? That's the only one that's sticking out in my head right now. If I was okay. smart, I would have wrote wrote more of them down. But that's they're doing okay. a lot of cool stuff. Um, kind of more in like the Flint and. Like not not all Flint, but like Flint Davison, like Goldenrod stuff like that. Whereas the Breaking Aces are mostly in like the Saginaw, Bay City, Midlands area, Freeland stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, so it'll just be nice to get to many different. It's nice to have a lot of different, a couple courses. different things going on. Yeah, just mm-hmm. to, uh, get some get some action out there. It's yeah, nice, nice yeah, to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my back still is like hurting from when I fell fucking in Michigan. Yeah, you haven't got to talk about that, so let's let's hear that story. And I can, I can. Um... Oh gosh, yeah, that's an oh no moment, isn't it? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that. We didn't even it mention was like, that. It was like many oh. No- well, we didn't talk. We you heard it after we recorded this podcast. Oh, that's so true. But then right, we had, then we had happy with par on, and we're not like we try not to do too much talking up. about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm clumsy, just as a person. But I, when I get like rushed or just like want to go somewhere, sometimes I just like get some tunnel vision going. So anyway, I had a I had a backpack on my front and back, and then uh, super heavy bags in both arms, and decided to like lose my footing going down just some uh there's like uh stairs to a mudroom before the kitchen in this house. So just like slid down those stairs on my butt and back. And that was the beginning. Well, the second day of a week vacation, quote unquote, to uh, Michigan that I did at the beginning of January to see Eric and my family and made playing disc golf a little bit difficult because. Oh, yeah. I felt bad. It was. It you know i just want i wanted to play so badly but mm-hmm. it just was really hurting it felt like somebody was just like stabbing me repeatedly every time i moved sometimes so a lot of forehand rollers and uh just kind of tried to not hurt myself but yeah I, I was like uh you know how i was saying like my left shoulder blade just felt just horrible yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I bumped it earlier, just like on a wall, and I like leaned, and it just like erupted. It, it felt like somebody had just stabbed me, and I was like, "Ah, what? Where did this come from, friend?" Like, oh yeah, that still hurts. Okay, all right, well, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I like, <laughs> I'm just a person who hurts himself a lot. It happens. He's uh, a glutton a, for punishment. Wear a helmet in my hat as like a bump cap. 24 7 so at least my head is protected most of the time but doesn't help your butt yeah and like my <laughs> my feet i'll like jam my toes or anything yeah my dude i had to get like a special uh pillow uh to help with the tailbone injury <laughs> just great uh just come on man and it, and that's I was like laying on my back on the bottom of the stairs for like, you know, probably like a quarter of a second. I'm just like, 
fuck you, Kyle. Like, why would you do that? Like, come on. Just awful. That'll happen. Luckily, we at least got one round of an uninjured Kyle in before. We did. Right it before. Right before that happened. Right before. All. Yeah. Gonna have a fun, fun round. And then we got to play Sweet Safari Hole. Um, if anyone from Saginaw is listening or local, um, we played from one's tee pad all the way back to what was that? Seven, six, six seven, six's basket, six's basket, six's basket. Yeah. So that was that was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. Interesting. Very... <laughs> <To say Yeah. laughs> Not super possible, but it's uh, it was competitive. Yeah. If they just opened up that pathway that we went down that'd be very like make it much more more uh fun and like easy to do you know if like that was as wide as an actual fairway you just have to learn an overshot you know like i know but my shoulders don't do that oh it's not nice teach them (laughs) it's not nice it's not nice i agree but my word of advice don't fall down the stairs Slow down. That that's good that's advice mine. too. My fucking slow down. Yeah. Even if you're late, because you're already late. I mean, I'm always come late. on. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but I used to have quite the lead foot and had quite a few speeding tickets that I've gotten in my day and pulled over for speeding. And I realized most of my speeding tickets came when I was driving to work and. I finally had, like, the realization, like, why the fuck am I speeding to work? Even if I'm late, like, why do I care so much over my crappy minimum wage waiting job that I'm going to risk a ticket to get there on time? Yeah, financially, it does not make sense to speed. No, it does not. Also, like, the amount of time that you, yeah, the amount of time that you save by speeding is just, like, so minimal. Minuscule. It's like, so small. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't get me yeah. going on another rant. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give everyone a breakdown of some of the off-season content in case you are just dying for the seasons to start because we still have just under a month before we'll have live disc golf back. It's not that much time. <laughs> It's not, but it's going to feel like it if you, but yeah, if you watch month is... disc golf content all day. Right. Like I do. Um, So the disc golf guy put out the Memorial Championships in Arizona. I mean, you know, it's Memorial. Nothing. They try, I think they tried to make it more difficult this year. They put in a lot of out of bounds and stuff. So gross. That adds to the difficulty, but I feel like if. I don't know if it's just going to be a Heiser fest, just let them, you know, score as low as they can score. Right. Right. At that point. I don't feel like it, you know, people scoring well is a bad thing. I mean, the course is boring. That's regardless if there's out of bounds or not, I guess is, is what I'm trying to say. And you can't, unless it's like natural OB, I I don't feel like any, or most courses are not like, improved with adding additional ob i don't right. don't see it as like a positive so um and then gatekeeper media put out the south florida open i think paul mcbeth's on one of the cards so you know that's going to be a good watch and then they also put out straddle the brazos brazos that is at the beast 
in uh, Texas. So what where the weight weight goes at. So that's always a good watch, and you get to see a lot of people playing with their new bags. I think Emerson Keith is on card with uh, his Lone Star bag, and then uh, you get to watch AB throw Discraft in Memorial. So to me, that like you know puts that up makes the it worth it in itself. Yeah, entertainment value, right? Joe Mez is keeping us, you know, always putting out the putting game once a week. And they have a new show um, about Simon Lazat beyond disc golf. And it's just like him traveling, honestly, which is kind of cool. But uh, that just is released this Monday, the 30th. So I haven't seen it as recording, but it'll be out by the time that episode is released. Thank you, everybody who produces disc golf content for producing disc golf content. For us to watch. We yeah. love it. Just wanted to go over the most recent move as far as off-season signings goes. Now it's been so long since everyone's changed. If uh, you missed anything, go to AltiWorld. They have a contract tracker that you can go and see if you missed anything. But the most recent one, and was really extreme to me, was KJ, Ni- KJ Naibo went to Discraft. He spent thirteen year or sixteen years with Innova, and he has finally moved on from that, which is wild. And I'm super excited to watch the shoes on tour. Uh, Paige Shoe also went to Discraft, and her husband Grady Shoe is an infinite. So they got an RV and are going to travel the travel the country. Oh, that's with awesome! Their daughter, yeah. So she's dope. Yeah, I like her a lot. She was always kind of. I was always kind of sad that I kind of got into disc golf more once she was kind of taking a break from tour. Like right. she played some here and there, but nothing compared to, you know, what she used to do. I still owe her a selfie. Yeah. And then talking about the season coming up, there is a few changes to it. The Disc Golf Pro Tour Elite Plus events. So they're basically like playoff events without being like at the end of the year, but uh, the it's going to be the Portland Open and the Ledgestone Open are both elite plus events, which mean they're worth 150% in tour points. And then the MVP Open and D-Glow are also worth 150% of tour points. So that like all accumulates for the DGPT's championship. So people should really, really want to do well in those tournaments. Yep, those are the ones. Those are going to be some of the deciders. And then in another cool note that I'm pretty excited about is there is, I want to say, seven European events that are on the Pro Tour that'll all count towards, like, DGPT points. Oh, it's dope. Yeah, so I think we'll see a lot more Europeans in the DGPT championship. I say DGPT one more time. Fucking shoot me. Holy shit. (laughs) DGPT. Um, but yeah, so seven events. Uh, I'm not going to list them all. Better than dick golf. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so super excited for the season. It begins February 23rd. So 20 days by the time this episode's out or so, we'll have we'll have live disc golf. Well, I guess there is the All-Star weekend, I think, is the weekend before that. So it's right around the bend. It's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. We'll fucking see you there. All right. I'm going to give you a three, two, one. Top, Top five. Five. five.
five, five. Oh yeah. So our top five for our first top five of 2023, we decided to go not really into left field if you've listened to this podcast before, but it's not disc golf related. I don't think there's even anything in the show that was ever disc golf related. I don't. Yeah, I know there's there's a reference to it in the office, and I know there's some references to it in like uh, in Parks and Rec, but I don't think there's anything in in Always Sunny. Yeah. So we are going to tell you guys our top five favorite Always Sunny episodes. If you've listened to the show, you know how big of fans we are of Always Sunny. There's all kinds of dumb, funny comments about out there trying crazy. Trying to just insert quotes from um, Always Sunny episodes. We've watched every episode probably countless times. And uh, trying to pick our top just, five yeah. favorite was hard. Uh, it was so difficult. Uh, I found out that I liked the older seasons. So that was that was one thing that was very clear. In my list, and, and we're then, gonna start off with our number fives. Eric, what you got for my number five? I got the gang gets analyzed. Um, this one is when they all go into D's therapist and they get D's therapist's help to figure out who needs to do the dishes from a dinner party they had uh, a week ago or so. Very funny. It's uh, it's the way it breaks down each character and i don't know the the this the pen thing with back <laughs> oh you're sleepier that looks like a dick that looks like a dick um to charlie not understanding anything the lady's saying and but trying to and then pulling out the pigeon oh well he was alive when i fly just falls it's just so good. Such a good episode. It's it's a really good episode. We're not going to probably say too many negative things about the episodes. Just so you know. We're not going to say, or we are? I, I don't have negative things at all. These are our top five. Do you oh. think there's any, any negative things in that episode at all? No. Perfect oh. episode for his <laughs> number five. All right, here we go. My number five... I'm going to go Dennis and D go on welfare. It's a really early episode, season two, episode four. It's hilarious. The, the image that always comes to my mind is just, Oh baby, you, you got what I need. And it's just them sitting on a stoop. Singing the cheesiest uh, song. It's so funny. And this is the episode where they get on crack, which I think is one of the most funny like storylines that just like continues in the series. It's just great. It's just it's a great episode. Yep. You guys are crack you are crackhead children. <laughs> You're crackheads children. And then like the extra storyline that goes along with it, you know, like Max Mac and yeah. Charlie's storyline. It's a great B story. Uh-huh. Fucking hilarious. For my number All four. Right. Oh. Yep. Go ahead. 
I picked Charlie Work. It is uh, the episode where a health inspector is on the way, and the episodes where Charlie is like the straight man or like the like the 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 true smart guy in the group, but nobody listens to him. I find so hilarious. Everyone just is like writing him off, but really he's just like. You know, he's make, he's keeping that group running at tip top shape. And if he could somehow, you know, like if they if they ever did that where it was him all the time, it would probably wouldn't be as funny as it is than just like every once in a while, you know, like a uh, lot. There's, I don't know. I, I, I can think of one off offhand, but I don't want to ruin it for Kyle to talk about. <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know there's more and I that's but those are the there's only two that really like stick out in your mind as as ones to think about. And that's Charlie work and then one of Kyle's. Yeah, he has a very variable, uh, like brain capacity. You know, yeah. uh-huh. there's there's definitely like he, he can't read, right? But then he can do all this stuff. It's 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 really fun to play with. That, the, but and then like the they do the one scene. They do like a one shot of 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 uh, when the health inspector's there, and it's just like such a genius. Like well, well written. Like whole, whole. Yeah, that one shot is just amazing with the joke yeah. chair and the. Oh, it's so funny. And it leads right into my other one. That I really enjoy that has a lot of Charlie in it is. Season four, episode thirteen: The Nightman Cometh. Probably yep. the most popular episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like out there, has the most memes and yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sure, just... even if people who haven't like binge watched Always Sunny have heard the songs from it at some point. The songs are so good. They're pretty good, and I like them a lot. I love how mad he gets at them when they're like, "I'm here, fucking Look, up," here. and like how yeah, how D wants. Well, then I'll just cut your song. It's just like, uh, what's on the very also, back? Nothing. That okay. <laughs> that she called that he has an ulterior motive for writing a musical. Uh, no one yeah. just writes a musical. Yeah. The whole the whole thing is good from from start it's, to end. It's so hard. I it's I'm I didn't put it number one just because I I do think the other ones are also just right right next to it. So, go ahead. All right. Uh, my number three is Frank falls out the window, uh, season eleven, episode two. I'm not gonna go back and tell you what the other ones are because I forgot to do that, and that'll just make it confusing. So yeah, Frank falls out the window and thinks he goes back to, I think it's like 2009 or something. Or he thinks he's back in 2009. Yeah. And Charlie thinks he's back in 2009, like thinks there was some sort of time portal that he went through. But everyone else is obvious. They like knows that it's just because he's got a giant ga- gashing head wound. And the whole story of just trying to keep Frank from becoming who Frank is, is just so fucking hilarious to me the bit with the cell phones at the table where uh 
where Dee tells Frank that she created like iPhones or something. And and Dennis is just like, well, that's because I created, you know, this first or so. I don't know. It was <laughs> yeah, just right. like it's it's just like so uh, out there. It's so yeah, it's like so like simple and and funny. Yeah. They kept it pretty small too. Like a lot of it is focused on like the repeating of everything that's like when they first had the two girls come home from the strip club yeah, and uh-huh. like that happens again. It's just it's all just really good. Yeah, well I done. think I think like Frank entering the series was such like a, a pivotal change for it. So to kind of relive it in a later season was just like yes. This is perfect. What is this? What number is this? Sorry. Three. Three? Three, yeah. The gang dances their ass off. Season three, episode 15, is hilarious as fuck. The premise is Charlie puts up the bar because he can't read and makes a mistake. And they have to win a dance contest to win the bar back. Not like a quick dance, but, you know, like uh, the one they used to do back in the day, like a marathon style. Yeah, basically so, who can stand the longest or dance. I guess It's supposed to be dancing. Dance the longest, yeah. You got to be moving. You got to be. It's hips and nips. It's all in the hips and nips. <laughs> Tips. Cricket Make has some amazing lines paid. in this episode. Yeah. yeah, I think this is like one of the episodes where he really shines. It's. I think the third season is really where they started to like get into a rhythm more or less than the first two seasons, and just gets better and better from there. Until like season eight, where Kyle doesn't like it anymore. No, just kidding. True. <laughs> What's your number two? My number two is $100 Baby, um, season two, episode five. This is a play on the Million Dollar Baby, and both storylines in it are just so funny. They do a D storyline where she wants to learn how to box, and Frankie's going to teach her. And then they do, uh, the like, the yeah, the other storyline is... Uh, they want to get someone into a fight club. They want to get Charlie into a fight club. Like an underground one. Yeah, like an underground fight club to try to win a bunch of money. And then he like drops out at the last moment. This is like probably one of my all-time favorite like things that happens. Um, drops out at the last moment, and then Mac has to go in and fight. And But Dennis switched the bets. I'm betting on Mac to lose. And then they get robbed on the way home. And they're like, no, we just lost all our money, but... Dennis has to tell Mac that he better get against him. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those ones where both storylines are equally, like, just as good as each other. And They're getting to watch stories. both of them unfold is just comedy gold. Is this my number one? What happened no, here? Is this number, number two? two? You have what? six of them, so you said you're just going to pick five, your favorite five. Oh, yeah, shit. All right. I just got <laughs> so confused. Is this number two? Yeah, number two. Let's go with Charlie Goes America all over everybody's ass. Is this where the, do they have the, uh, is this where the the Rock Flag Eagle song comes, right? Rock Flag Eagle! 
vehicle. Yeah. Big truck. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Yeah. It's just I it, I love how small uh the earlier seasons are. Like, like the they, entire premise of the episode is just he just wants to be go America. <laughs> like right. like it's it's just so small. It's a uh, season 2 episode 9. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, good. It's a good Charlie episode, that's for sure. I like Charlie episodes. Yeah. Not not a Charlie episode where he's like smart and and uh come and uh but just uh just everything. No, I did th- I did a couple smart ones. No, I'm saying this like this the the Charlie goes America all over everybody's asses is not one of yes, the Yes, it's not one of like, the smarter ones. Where, no. where he's he's he, like he, a smart top acting human. He's a a dink. He but goes it's and hilarious. tries to get D to like make a it's it's a, it's I like I like that pairing. Uh mm-hmm. Charlie and D. Yeah, Charlie and D are good together. Uh for my honorable mention because it's 45 minutes long, I picked the Always Sunny Christmas special. I just watched it because it was just Christmas and me too. Any anytime someone says anything I there's I don't know how many times I've used the term do you do you want to go throw rocks at trains? Do you want to go through rocks at trains? That's like my favorite line it's, from yeah, that it's episode. So good. And then uh, the do you have you did you fuck my fucking mom, Santa? Like after he already took a chunk yeah. out of him. Um, and I think it it really it's kind of a, not the first time, but it's uh you really get to see a lot of the past that like how how they grew up you know it really like really dives into their past more i think than any other thing has any other episode has before that big time and, mac and, and uh charlie's past mac yeah. charlie and and dennis and d and but, dennis and yeah. D. yeah it's just it's a good it's it uh groundwork episode for sure mm-hmm. and the and the <laughs> Charter the Frank climbing out of the couch. <laughs> you, get, you get to see Danny DeVito's sweaty ass. I don't, if that doesn't make it worth watching, then. <laughs> uh, my number one though is Max Big Break. Uh, Mac wins a radio contest show to try to make a hockey a shot. Um, uh, in, a, in a hockey goal to win a. Uh, and go to a party. Yeah, but he has to make the shot to go to the party. It's like a, yeah. a beach vacation party or whatever. You get to stay there. And he has to make the shots. And the the jabronis thing, where he's like, you keep using this word jabronis. And trying to teach him how to skate. Uh, wearing he just the duster. has no idea how to skate. He's any, so any episode with the duster, I always find funny. God, the duster's just so funny to me. And then it is also the episode where... D and Dennis start a podcast. So it's where our favorite two wars quote comes from. So yeah. It's it's gotta be number one. Fucking has to be. Yep. That's 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 why I eat crackers on every episode too. Jabronies. Uh <laughs> crackers. 
<laughs> eat the soup out of his shoe. Eat, yeah, eat the soup out of his out of his shoe. <laughs> and take your top off. Uh. <laughs> um my last one is You're trying to figure out which ones you have left. Yeah, I have I have the Dennis system and I have Charlie McDennis the game of games. I'm gonna put the Dennis system in my honorable mention. I think it's a hilarious concept. I like his character. I think it's just the perfect amount of insane. It's it's just great. And I love how everybody else is so on board with his insanity. And I love how like Charlie, you never really see like Charlie with women and you never really see Mac with women, but when when <laughs> Dee's like talking about how bad it is, they just this is men stuff and act like they're like the same as Dennis, it's so fucking funny to me. <laughs> oh shit! But my number one would be Charity McDennis, the game of games. It's a good one. I've always wanted to come up with my own game, like a board game or something. So I feel I have... like that's what it would be like because you would constantly be changing what what you wanted. Yeah, to, like the it's... direction <laughs> and just like stealing from other games and <laughs> how they have to nail down the board. Mm-hmm. I, I would I just, be the I... I would be the board flipper. To I'll I'll say it right now. I'll <laughs> obviously, obviously. And care. it's it's just a really fun concept of like if they just had the idea one day to like make their own drinking game right. and this is what they came up with. I, I just love the imagination behind all of it. Put this bottle back together. <laughs> no, the the <laughs> best part about out of it and there's just glass and it's just I think I swallowed some glass, but we're good. But we're good. But we're good. Um, the best part about it is when uh, Frank has to get put in jail or whatever, and he's like, "We well, got to eat a cake." Well, not a cake, but the ingredients to a cake. It's great. Uh, Sorry, Bam. It's almost done drinking. It's really fucking loud. Can I keep talking then? The well, no, uh, we're what? pretty much done, aren't we? I want to say one thing quick about the Dennis system. I think it's the first time we're inter- we're introduced to uh, Manta- Doctor Mantis Toboggan, and uh, Doctor Toboggan. That's a beautiful Mantis thing. Toboggan. I think that that's one of like my favorite like Frank alter egos is like that. Like my one of my favorite parts about Frank is anytime he has to do anything with as Mantis Toboggan. So funny. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. That is episode eighty six. Episode eighty six, right? In the start of yep, in the start of twenty twenty three. Awesome new year! I I thank you for listening. If you if you listen, we appreciate you. Okay. Uh well, that will do it for episode eighty six and the start of the new year. First episode of twenty twenty three. Fuck yeah! Catch us back for 
uh, more episodes. Uh, we have a nice backlist of 85 other episodes if you want to go listen to something cool. Or, you know, just uh, keep listening to this one over and over again. You can do that too. No big deal. But thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Uh, as always, we always appreciate it. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Maybe. Maybe. And we'll catch you on the flip side.